0: Welcome to the show, guys. Hey! So, we got a special guest today. You know, this guy, I've been, I've been, we have been following him for years. You know, he's been all over the place. In a good way, I hope this doing this doing that so you know what without further ado, please welcome mr dan balton thank you so much thank you thank you it's really dan. cool to check out the studio say away. it's nice to check out the studio yes sir thank yeah. you thanks for coming thanks for your time you are very welcome. um it's great to have you here we got You got nice tattoos first of all let's talk about your tattoos
1: yeah so, what's the inspiration behind it? Oh, do like, you know what? Actually, there is no real inspiration. This arm, yeah, actually. This this arm, no. I just gave the guy my arm. and yeah. was like, just draw something. <laughs> I was, like how, how I w- tattoo. Yeah, I was like, how much is it going to cost me? And just draw. <laughs> and he did. And it was like, you know, like tribal. And it's loosely inspired by Maori culture, which is really cool. When did you have this? Oh, this one started when I was like 18. So, I'm like, oh, so like, oh, like gonna, how old am I? 20 years ago. It right. started bits and pieces. And it started right. to grow. Um, and then this arm is all mythical characters so things like uh, phoenix nice. i like that she's, she's beautiful yeah medusa so it's like you know the, the goddess ah. medusa, the goddess of whatever yeah she turns people into stone or whatever and then neptune my dad was in the navy so yeah right, you know like a steve character really yeah So it's interesting few, like, i want to get more Her wow it, it, it's,
2: it's, it's an addiction
3: you got me. your it own shared addiction. tattoos too yeah, right you uh, want to yeah, share I a couple of i have
0: a few on my back i like this one on your arm in your forearm which one? Uh, the one. The, the, this, the, 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 one. The, this one. Yeah. Oh what yeah, I say?
2: got this uh, a few years ago. Um, I was in a. <laughs> I was in a. I was in a music group, <laughs> <laughs> and we called ourselves. The, the, did y'all see it on the Desert screen Disciples, now? Disciples.
0: You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Desert
2: Disciples, desire Oh. Yeah. So cool. I figured it was a nice name as well. Yeah. So just in case every <laughs> we broke up
0: or whatever. Yeah. It would How cool. much you got that for? $10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first of all, Dan, again, thank you for coming. You're very welcome. Um, let's talk about you now. So first of all, your company has been around for how long?
1: So officially my company five years. Yeah, 20, wow. 2015. Where's but, um, your office here in Dubai? In JLT. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wow. But um, I've been here since like 2008. Working okay. with, I was working the previous agency as an employee. Right. And then worked with them for, I want to say, what was that? Seven years. Wow. And then decided to go freelance in 2015. And then right. to go freelance, you have to become legal. Right. right. So trade license, visa. And then before I knew it, I'd employed people. And I was like, how did that just happen? And now you're a business owner. I have hey, a business owner. Hey, yeah. Amen to that. Amen. That. Awesome. You know? Hey, cheers I, I, to it, that. It is it's awesome, but it's probably cheers the worst that. time <laughs> to be a business owner right now. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> it's like three shade. Water. Oh, boring. <laughs> Someone forgot you. Hey. Cheers. Hey. <laughs> but um, it's definitely I a very interesting time obviously. to be a business yeah. owner right now, right, right. That's for sure. Right. I mean, there's a Would lot of only, happening now. Obviously, the coronavirus you, and
2: you're obviously doing something right because in the events industry, your name gets brought
1: up a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that's a good thing. It's, it is a good. Okay. Thing. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> Like it's like, oh, it's him again. Oh, I went to their office bottle and you got a you know. very nice office. Yeah, the office is cool. It's, yeah, it's quite now because everyone's uh, like away for the summer and obviously with the, with the pandemic and yeah. lockdown and stuff. But, right. you know, the life will come back again shortly. It will. It, yeah. will. it will. So- Love the logo, by the way. Thank you very much. Awesome. Sure. Yeah, awesome. a really Great. good friend of mine designed it for me as a gift. And so when, know, when, when I started the company, he was like, I just think you need a logo. He said, your other one's rubbish. So I'm going to create one
0: for you. That's awesome. Good job. It kind of kind of coincides with how. Because
1: black and
3: yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, uh-huh. baby. I'm glad you, I'm glad oh you guys nice. like
1: yellow because I'd actually done it before. I went into a presentation with a client okay. and put the logo up, and you know the whole presentation is black and yellow. And he was like, "Can you please turn that off?" I was like, "Why?" He was like. I don't like the color yellow. Really? He's actually offending me. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah.
3: Awkward.
1: He's like, just talk to me. Just talk to me. Exactly. So, yeah. Like oh, yeah. I like it. No, I yellow, it.
0: Yellow represents, for me, happiness.
1: True story. Just
0: like, you know, a lot of
1: jiving, you know, a lot of smiles. And, and it's laughter. a very positive color. Yeah. 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 So, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be positive. Yeah. Anyway, right. it stands out. Yeah. Much like your so energy. You established
0: your agency in 2016, right? 2015. 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So 2015, and you were freelancing way back, and then you so, Well, also- I was working with
1: an agency, so I was an employee. So I was uh, yeah. working with a company and created that entertainment team. Um, right. Pretty much when Dubai didn't really have an established Are they still around? Uh, they are around, yeah. Which uh, company is this? Well, it was a company called Bareface.
3: Oh, oh Bearface Entertainment, Fair. really? So
1: yeah, so that's what I created. Yeah, wow. yeah, back in the day. Okay. Um, so did all of that. And then, you know, you get to a certain point in your career where it's like, yeah. I want to work for somebody. Do I want to do my own thing? Right. And I went for yeah. my own thing. But are just still good with these guys. Yeah, like, a, you know, professional, amicable. Like, we all support each other. When
0: hey, can't. shout out. Yeah. Bareface entertainment. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I'm so it, saying? You just reach
2: a point in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm wasting. No, I'm not going to say I'm wasting. But yeah. I, I, I just want to use my talent yeah. somewhere else and build something for myself.
1: Well, yeah, that's it. And I'm a, I can be quite a difficult person at times. You know, I'm very driven, very motivated. And I think it's very hard, isn't it, to like control that. Right. And yeah. At some point you start to think, well, you know, I'm hitting the age of 30 plus, 30 something. And at some point, like I want to do my own thing. Yeah, sure. So that's how it all started. And again, we left very amicably. You know, they really supported me when I started up the company. Wow, uh, that's, good. A, that's awesome. A very, Shout very, out very very, very fair and transparent way it's very nice and you know, you know the, yeah. there are some companies the minute you
2: leave they're like oh my god we're going to do everything in our power to destroy you." trust me no, are, do. i mean it does happen it does happen yeah.
1: especially in this type of region but no we were very good and you know i wish them all lots of success and they have been yeah. very successful Perfect. they were also one of the pioneers i guess for the for the yeah. model agency right. model industry yeah. in particular right. and also entertainment when i joined them nobody else was really doing it and a lot has changed over the last yeah 15
3: years or yeah. longer no 13 years especially right in yeah. events in events uh, the events yeah.
1: have become massive um so yeah so i did all of that and then as we were talking about before very quickly i have to become legal so then you know you get all the you a license work, you get and a trade license and then you start getting responsibilities and hire people and then right, right. you almost become a father to, to nine people which right. is where we're at right now
0: so if you would say what is different about your agency amongst others
1: I guess it's, um, I was assuming like the, the caliber of the people that we work with. We, we do a lot of international projects as well. Right, so right. we were talking earlier projects in Manila last year. Yeah. So we did the Southeast Asian Games. Yeah. So I personally wow. was on that as a segment producer. Wow. Awesome. Um, I was an associate choreographer for the Asian Games in um, Jakarta the year before. We've been working with Expo previously. We opened the Louvre Abu Dhabi with Jack Morton. Um, so we do a lot of high-end government projects as well um, but also as well on the smaller scale you know yeah. corporates all of that side i think what differenti- differentiates us between others i guess is also our network our reach yeah. and the, the people that we work with um, we've collaborated many times in the past with artists that work like Sit This Life, for example. Wow. So like yeah. cre- cream of the crop, top of the top of the range people. Right. Um, and amazing international choreographers and creative directors. And, so far from yeah, all well, of
0: these wonderful journey and all the big yeah. projects, which one really stands out for you?
1: um like what is your favorite the favorite one i'm gonna to have to say was the asian games when i did that in jakarta wow. a couple of years ago 2018. Wow. Um, purely because of the story and the journey it was one it's the first time i've ever done a big project from start to finish i, I, can imagine. Like I was massive I was, yeah massive i was in jakarta for eight months wow. nine months i lived there pretty much full-time How's I because the weather hot yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's tropical yeah so it's hot <laughs> and smoggy we never saw the sky Green. yeah yeah because the traffic and the pollution yeah we, ne- we never saw the sky really for a, for quite a while wow. the blue sky anyway. hey shout out to uh, indonesia though in- indonesia is one of the most beautiful places where yeah. people are incredible right. um but there was one particular segment that i was working in and we had like 1600 schoolgirls that were part of the performance wow and it was a cultural performance that's normally performed by men so to have women do it in a, in a muslim country was right. obviously something quite different to what had been done previously it must be
2: hard you know you get yeah. a thousand something people and try to teach them to to
1: synchronize in a choreography. was there it's like crazy. a language barrier yeah so we were working with an amazing team of local choreographers and translators okay. that okay. did most of the choreography and the work okay. and yeah. we kind of structurally put it all together and designed it in in collaboration with them But like you said, putting together thousands of people is a process. It's a process. So the performance was pretty much like lines of people. And there was like 55 people in each line. And we had to teach each line individually. Right. So they were like from a different school. Right. So we did it in segments and then we brought half the people together. Then we brought everybody else together. But when we did the rehearsals, it used to take us about an hour, an hour and a half to get people into the rehearsal and an hour to get people out. So it was a system, it's a process, you know? So there's like, there's many a lot people. Because,
2: uh, otherwise you won't <clears throat> be able to, to Otherwise it's chaos. Or, yeah, it's like herding chaos. cats.
1: But the reason why that stands out for me, not only because it was incredibly beautiful, but there was one moment where the girls didn't fully appreciate and understand what we were trying to create. Mm. And then we, we took a drone in the rehearsal and we filmed it for the first time from above when we had everybody in costume. And then we showed it to the girls at the rehearsal the next time we saw them. And I have never seen 1,600 people simultaneously break down crying emotionally because of what they created. And we created all these formations and patterns and it finally ended up with the Indonesian flag. And when they saw it, you could hear the gasp from everybody because they didn't appreciate and understand what they were rehearsing. For them, it was just choreography. But when you put the costume and the effects in, it turned into a masterpiece and um for and, me, that was and, and you were spearheading the whole thing. So we were working with a really good agency called Five Currents. Okay. Um so we had an amazing um staging yeah. director and choreo team, which was based um out of Jakarta. Right. Um some of the team were from LA. We had people from Barcelona, from Mexico, uh, sorry, yeah, Mexico, no, Moscow. The Ma- Ma- so there's people there's lots of internationals that came in supporting the local Indonesians it must feel
2: great You know, for someone who's uh, managed the project as big as this and in the end you see the results. Yeah. And you where you see how everybody appreciates the work that you've done yeah and you're like oh my
3: god that's oh, so good i was i was, was a part of it, it yeah
1: incredible. so I, I flew my mom so my mom came from manchester all the way to jakarta oh, to come and watch nice. the show. Wow. and i was like i was really proud of it so it's one of those yeah. things it's like i need you to see this Cause um, when I told my mum that I was going to run away with the circus or join event, she was like, that's not a real job. You need a real job. Yeah. Um, so for the first time when I flew her in and she watched it and she was in the stadium with 80,000 people that were like wow. screaming because they were proud. Wow. She was like, finally, I understand what you do. What you like do. I get it. And uh, it was incredible. And I appreciate it. So, yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: You did just the opening or also the closing so We did the closing as well. Oh, right. So the closing wow. was like a
1: giant festival. So we had right. um multiple artists from all over um, Indonesia perform. And then wow. we choreographed this whole segment with two marching bands, the police and the military. Yeah. And they created all of these marching band formations, big trombones and instruments, and then finally spelt the word Indonesia. Nice. In the, of the field. But it was torrential rain. Like we were in the middle of a rainstorm when the show was happening. But and the show must go, show on. Must go on, you the know? On. What you said, the show and must the go on. the rain was literally blowing in our faces. Yeah. It wasn't like downwards, it was like, Sorry. Monster, it was horrible. That's crazy. And he, That's I, like I just a cold
2: blow dryer. There's like,
1: this yeah. one. There's this one bit where I think they, they create like a pyramid from the drums, and one guy has to climb up, and he gets the drum and he raises it, and um, you just see the camera shot, and he's just drenched. Yeah. By, and you can just see like crazy. Him like slowly on, he's like, oh, I'm gonna
0: do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Well, great stories, great memories. I'm sure going back home yeah. here in Dubai must have been like, oh, finally I am back after nine months. Yeah. Because you were like away for almost a year. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So going back here, what happened next? What was the next project I like? I actually can't remember.
1: I mean, it, there has been was, a lot. It, 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 there was a lot. There was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we went into back to back and um, I came back December time. So then headed straight into the event season for 2019. Yeah. And we did some really cool projects with. Um, like the guys from Expo, um, stuff at like the Louvre Abu Dhabi. It was a lot, you know. Hey, it's the season—the season, nice, the season it's nice has to come busy. back
2: And then you know, you go back to the office and you get events back to back. You're like, yeah. Oh. Draft, draft, well,
0: a, draft a contract now. Get your pen ready. We're gonna right? sign up with Dan Bolton and say, "All right, Dan, we're available if you need personal assistance." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, trust me, you don't want to work for me. or will work with me.
0: <laughs> okay, so we know that this is your agency now. Yep. You know kind of like that a lot of big projects and all of that stuff now let's talk about the industry now yeah from what is really happening you know we've seen a lot of you know smaller agencies crumble yeah.
1: you know yeah. it's really sad We also some of the big ones might crumble as well exactly yeah.
0: might so let's hope not because we're talking yeah. about lives of people yeah you know jobs yeah um families back yeah. home where do you see the industries going from here because we've been talking off air yeah. that okay yeah, it is coming back. And then there are some people saying, yeah, you know, but this might happen. What's yeah. your personal thought on this?
1: You know, it's really difficult because we always try to crystal ball and we all have varying different opinions. I think right. we just need to look at what's factually happening. Right. The, the reality is that events will come back at some point sooner rather than later. Um, and obviously there will be a number of restrictions in place in terms yeah. of what they are. There will right. be guidelines and regulations. Right. Um, First of all, humans crave that natural... Experience and want to get together. Yes, sir. We're I agree, agree in that. we're very social beings, so I think we're to we Can we do that? Yeah, that, like socially distance. Oh, we're we sprayed some sanitizer. <laughs> we we did, did spray sanitizer. <laughs> the we, we, did. T- <laughs> we, yeah, we sprayed. way
0: we sprayed sanitizer. Uh, yeah, we tested negative. Just <laughs> so you guys know.
1: Um, so I think you know it's really important to remember that you know people do crave that and right. people want experiences. And yes, digital and virtual has happened. As a stopgap and a filler for that time when we couldn't be together, but eventually right. we will start to come together.
2: You're, you're going to get to a point where okay, you're going to face a lot of problems. Some people might have shut down. Yeah. Some people might have had to send their uh, their employees back home. But you can't sit down and just dwell over it. You know, like ah oh, ah oh, ah. Oh. Um, if people have not come up with uh, an innovative, a new way to survive during COVID in the fields that they love to do, yeah. Or that, that they work in. Then that's time wasted because I, I i look at the time as as a as a gift somehow. yeah
1: i mean that's true to a certain extent but we've also got to remember i guess that nobody's ever really gone through this anytime time previously yes I agree. Um, and i think I for agree. a lot of people myself included i remember when we first kind of got the shutdown and we were like what does this really mean like yeah. nobody knew and i'll be completely honest at some point i thought i oh, don't worry this is just you know it's going to temporary it's, it's, it's going to finish in three four weeks and then it went a little bit more and then we went yeah. into a 24-hour lockdown and then you go oh okay this is serious
0: you know if you would if you would like think about it six months just went by six months have gone really quick it did it been it's january
1: lo- until today i guess it's been the longest six months <clears> also the shortest in many ways
0: right because november 2019 you know our friends i mean all of us we were like yeah you know 2020 is going to well, be a bank They should this should have right? been, been everybody's no, year we're going to we're going yeah. to bank you know i personally said you know what i want to have this much money in my bank account of, like halfway through 2020 yeah. and then I here did we are. on
2: paper at some point here we are 2020 we cancel our those yeah. zeros yeah, cancel are it, in my head.
1: 2021 i like, oh yeah shit. i think oh, the big thing is that's that's the crazy. big takeaway from all of this is the learnings of what just happened was so many things are beyond our control, right. and they just happen. Right. And I think going back to your point earlier, it's like you know, unfortunately, some businesses will close, yeah. and I think everybody's doing everything possible to make sure that theirs doesn't. Right. And I think a lot of business owners and freelancers and people in the industry have had to make some really tough choices and sacrifices, and sacrifices, massive sacrifices. And even on a personal level, there's certain things which I've had to do or go through over the last three or four months that. I really wish I didn't have to okay, those right. difficult conversations with your team who are with you throughout thick and thin and say guys like I'm really sorry but it's getting to a point now where yeah. we have to consider unpaid leave or time off or right. and then you've got to look at them and think well how do they pay the rent how do and they how feed will they how will they survive you know they, they've got children they've got wife to look yeah. after this is, this is what I it's have just basic
0: survival I yeah. have
2: to give it up to the companies that actually stood by their employees and right. said hey you know 100% yeah, I have a friend of mine. Um, he owns, he's obviously a billionaire. Yeah. He has a lot of companies and groups, uh, groups of companies and factories. And um, at some point when I asked him, I was like, so how's your company doing? I was like, uh, we shut down obviously. Yeah. And uh, for the past month, we've taken all of our employees and we've put them in one of our, uh, they had a piece of land. Okay, He nice. built literally and, and overnight, like a uh, staff accommodation for them. Wow put them there and he's taking care of them and yeah it's up to that for sure really. and he, was, and he told me sorry to cut you off he yeah. told me one thing he was like they're my responsibility you yeah know, i brought them in from abroad to come and work yeah. here so whether i lose a million or a billion yeah. i will make sure that they're okay I, I wish like uh someone like myself or yourself or anybody who's an sme could be um that'd be able to
1: do the same yeah
2: you know it would have been great but
1: because I mean, the reality is, is, is financially, many of us are struggling. Right. Nobody could foresee that the industry would shut down for three, no, four, five, right. six months. So yes, you know, people have money in the bank and you save for a rainy day and you think, oh, summer might be a little bit quiet, but this is completely unprecedented. Yeah. And as a business, we, we've had to manage cash flow. You know, we've got some people that we still owe money to. People, right. every, every, single, every single person will get paid, of
3: course. you know,
1: and we'll do that as quickly as possible. But the realities of it is the the magnitude of what everybody's been going through has been so great yeah. that you really do have to make those tough decisions and do things which you otherwise would not necessarily do. Right. Um, and the only thing you can do is do it with empathy and protect, sure. pe- protect people as much sure. as possible sure. and understand the pain and the pressures that everybody, and I think everybody is going through right now. But
0: with all of this
1: that's happening now,
0: once we start picking up, do you think we're gonna be kind of like louder better because i'm thinking you know from a from personal note i was like you know when this is all over when we start picking up and coming back we're gonna have tons and loads of events coming up because we have to make some noise yeah there's gonna be a lot of gimmicks happening left and right what are your thoughts about that
1: i think we just look at dubai or the uae in its history and it is a very event driven tourism centric um Emirate destination country, yeah, Dubai. Um, well, Dubai and Abu yeah, Dhabi to yeah. a certain extent has a lot right. of cultural events and things, yeah. and you'll see that more and more. But right. Dubai in particular, for sure, right? And it does rely on those international visitations and people travelling through Emirates and Dubai airports. So I think with a great amount of certainty, right, we can guarantee that Dubai likes to go big with it, whether it's the biggest, you know, <sighs> building the in the thing. world, the biggest shopping mall, the biggest fireworks display, the biggest whatever. Right. Right. And i think that we will not lose that because that's very much dubai's culture sure. very ingrained in what we do true sure. i think what we'll see especially in the in the short to medium term is making sure we do that safely right. and doing that innovatively and you can see that through emirates and the way that they're trying to still maintain that experience level but making sure that the staff and the the customers within the plane or the air yeah. lounges are safe and we'll no, we got driving
0: them. cinemas now
1: well yeah a, 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 I we
2: mean, we had we had.
1: We had it and now we it's we back had. again. Is it? Yeah. yeah. There's, one, there's one recently. There's, there's a, a, one. Yeah. No, or? but they shut it down. Uh, there's the another from, one I want to say. Right say. Sure. I just saw In my hills? No, that's probably the wrong word. No, no, word, no or, they,
2: or, they had opened one up in Dubai mall then like two a weeks after and they di- shut it down. It's in a different location okay. now. No, uh, but now,
1: But the reality is- We're trying. Yeah, I mean, it's great that people are innovative. and Yeah, but also as well, Normal cinemas are reopening, <laughs> so... I went I, to the cinema yeah. recently. I watched um One. Very, well, there's no movies on. movie, it. but... When?
2: Huh? one Like, two, three weeks ago? Really? Yes. You know I, I went. I went and I
0: watched The Invisible Man. Okay. Three. I didn't see yes, me, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. my life, but hey. <laughs> there's three things now we're going to talk about. Yeah. Okay, first is the... Ilya, right?
1: Ilia, yes. Ilya, yes. Sorry.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. so... When did this kind of like start? Like what's the history about it?
1: Okay, cool. So Aylea um, started, I want to say like six or seven years ago. Yeah. I can't remember the exact date. I you, was, know that. you were the president, right? And I have been previously. Yeah, there's been a yeah. number of other presidents before right. me. Um, Rebecca, Adrian, Paul now, myself, yeah. Lee. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's a voluntary organization. Okay. Um and it's basically the events industry um legal representative. Okay. Um, and here. you're like
0: one of the founding fathers.
1: No, no, no. no. I'm I'm actually I am a member, I'm not a founding father. Okay. Um so there's other people which founded it before me, yeah. but I joined I wanna say twenty seventeen. I'm like trying to like figure out dates right. and stuff. Um but joined them worked in the membership team, VP of membership, became president-elect president. And I actually wasn't a member for the last year, but I've just recently rejoined. Okay. Um, and I think what's happening in the industry now is um, a massive opportunity for the events industry to come together and to really start evolving and creating the industry that we want it to be. Which is what... That's a very good question. It depends on who you ask, to be honest. But I think because it's such... The industry here is such a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, you look at... The rest of the world actually looks at Dubai as a, as a pioneer and as a, I guess like as a case study of how to do events. We do events good here, definitely. Yeah. We've got some incredibly good, talented yes. people. Very good. Um, I think the industry and I'm going to criticise myself here. We're very fragmented. We all have our own, not necessarily agendas, but we're all, you know, we're all working in different silos and we're right. all doing different things. And we're the first to complain. We're always, you know, moaning yeah, and right. having an opinion and all the rest of it. <laughs> um, and I think what's happened now as you can see through the pandemic is the events industry has been massively impacted and has really, and without critiquing anybody, but it's not necessarily received the support that it no. could have received anywhere else no. in the world. I mean,
2: but, uh, they tried to appeal at some point, right?
1: Yeah, and, but uh,
2: going back to that, actually, so sort of response, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they will. they will.
0: We're going to talk about that, you know, that piece of paper that we saw on the EI, the I know, you know, yeah, Eno community, yeah. Yeah. uh, which was, I think, authored by Harmik Singh and Apacheang, right? Yeah, so let's
1: talk about a little bit okay. about it. So, yeah, yeah. so we sponsor Harmik actually on our podcast. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I got, hey, I Mr. Like, Harmik soon uh, we're gonna have you soon the, on the show, I, so I a couple weeks ago, and I think. And this goes back to the the comment I was mentioning previously about us all being fragmented and we're all working in different silos. Yeah. Is that ultimately, we're all passionate and want to be proactive about our industry. Right. And I think everybody was trying to do that. And again, myself included, with a group of people I was talking to and still do, yeah. um, but we were we were all trying to achieve the same thing. Doing it differently, and then Hami and I got a patch, um, patch from, yeah. from Red Philo, Red Philo um, yeah. had a conversation with a, a number of other people, some of the big uh, event companies here and suppliers. Yeah, and they'd created that letter, um which I'm sure Hami will go through um yeah. in support. Well, actually, it was running parallel to a letter that ILEA had sent um to government to see what support could be, you know, highlighted in done. the event industry. Yeah. Um, and obviously, once it was revealed that Hamik and the team were creating a letter as well, then it was like, well, we need to join forces. Yeah. So that's where Ilya then collaborated and endorsed it. And it's um, it's not instead of, but it's a contribution to and as well as um, the stuff which So I do you think this on. piece of paper is going to do really good for all of us? You know, I, it's, re- it's, a, it's a really interesting question and many people it's have an opinion. And to a certain extent. Because I've read it, I've see, read
0: it, i sent it to you. I yeah. wish we could flash it here. Yeah.
1: No, I, and then and, and I think he's, I think he, if anything, it will draw highlights to the fact that the industry has been massively impacted. impacted. Right. And should this ever happen again, we need as an industry to be able to put standards and processes in place. Right. In order to be able to have further support in the future. The question of whether these letters will make an impact now, I'm not too sure. Because I think as we can see, the economy is trying to reopen, eventually right. trying to recall, you know, come back. Right. And we do know that anything in this country, you know, for multiple reasons, takes time. Yeah. And we're, we're looking for short-term solutions to a problem which has long-term ramifications, but hopefully it's starting to get better quite quickly. Sure. Um, So I think it's a great initiative that people and entities such as ILEA, and again, I'm not a spokesperson for ILEA, yeah. but I've been a member, um, and I know they can speak on their own behalf, but it's good that these people are taking the initiative to draw that attention to the challenges we face, the reality is that we will probably start to move quite quickly into a more recovery phase, yeah, and um, where we're all trying to get more business back into yeah. into the calendar. Uh, uh, we want to start doing events again. We want right. to start earning our own money. You know, we don't necessarily need people for for handouts or support, although it would actually be very helpful. The, right uh, now, a bunch yeah. of
2: government bodies have already taken certain initiatives by yeah. sending out, you know, tenders
1: or sending yeah.
2: out. Uh, Personal emails to some events management companies that they've worked with. Hey, please. I mean, me personally, I've received a few calls. I've gone yeah, down to Tajira, Ajman, Dubai, yep. Abu Dhabi, and um, it, it will pick up at a certain It will take yeah. a little bit of time, but I'm sure before the end of the year, at least the events you will see that the events are going to start rolling
1: again and again and it has to be led by you know various entities within our industry that would like you said procure those services and give business to locally based businesses as well and put it out to tender and we can all go through that process and hopefully win projects but I think it's safe to say and we can see this in the economy right now that it's in everybody's best interest to open up as quickly and as safely as possible. Safety is paramount, and I'm sure that people are not going to do anything which is unsafe. We have right. to be very respectful of the fact that, yes, there has been a virus. There still is a virus, yeah. and it's still a- it's I a, think it's never going to go away. it's, it's a present danger. Yeah. Um, and again, we have to, as industry professionals, act responsibly to make sure that our audiences, our cast, our crew, our people are all yes. protected. Right. So we're not going to do anything reckless.
2: Act responsibly. Act responsibly. Not like certain people who- Just- choose. No, I whatever. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah
0: that was a very interesting brand. point i can't yeah. even i haven't even put into words what i want to say you know like summarize what that is but now let's move on to the next topic you've been here for like 12 years now right uh 13 yeah. 14 yeah, 14. yeah like, i've been
1: to my 14th year i think I get if, you old, would, I can't count. if you would
0: look back from the first time you came yeah. here you know doing events and entertainment and whatnot yeah. until today yeah. what do you think is kind of like the biggest difference is there a gap what were there a lot of good points way back are yeah. lost nowadays would you change something
1: yeah so that's a really good question yeah. i think the big takeaway from all of it is that the industry has evolved massively like beyond recognition i think when i remember first getting here even finding like a stilt walker or a dancer or you know a, a regular run-of-the-mill kind of performer was really difficult to find. Like it just simply you didn't. only you, have
2: one or two supplies. Yeah, did. it just
1: yeah. simply didn't exist. And that's why with BareFace, we created the entertainment division because more and more people and clients were looking for that type of entertainment, but yeah. we couldn't find it. And you had people like The Fridge, you know. So I, was, I was just about to mention The was, Fridge. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shout out to The Fridge, nice course. people, Alex. Yeah, and all those guys. And, so. and Shelly, you know, they, yeah. what, they've, what they've created and what they've contributed to the, the cultural fabric of this city in particular, is phenomenal, of course, and have really pioneered, yeah. especially from the music scene, and really built that. And come from a, a very grassroots position. I remember the first office in the warehouse that like they had in cousin where they are oh, now. Course, yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can Altra see, right? yeah, you can see that evolution, and you can see that the caliber and the professionalism and the quality of the projects that people are working on now. Has reached a very international level, and if anything, it's actually superseding what we're seeing around the rest of the world. Yeah, Yeah. many people now that I talk to are like, "Oh, you work in Dubai? Like, we want to, we want to do that. Like, we see your events are amazing. Like, how can we get involved?" The amount of phone calls I've been getting lately, especially now because the rest of the world is not working, um, is phenomenal. And then you do have you got shows like La Pearl. You have. Um, a lot of stuff you, going there's on. a lot of stuff going on and there's also things like the i want to say like the theme parks whether it's warner brothers ferrari world yeah. or dubai parks and resorts
0: yeah we got in dubai and dubai Marine, right the big exactly oh, yeah. Yeah. so we there's, been a, there's been a palace yep um, and i've heard there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on there, there are there, a lot
2: so. there's there still a lot of plans to open up more theme parks and more uh, well that's it right so yeah.
1: yeah and i think so you can see the entertainment landscape in particular has massively evolved
3: right right the
1: only challenge i'll say with that is that it's evolved at such a rapid pace that I think we've lost that community aspect. And again, you know, I'm guilty of that myself. We all get so consumed with just and trying to pay up. the bills yeah. and stuff like the th- like. I've not spoken to Shelley from the fridge for literally probably a year, a year and a half. And yeah. I called her during the pandemic, and we sat and we had a chat and just chewed the fat about what's going on and what's happening yeah. within the industry. And right. It was really good to reconnect because we were in a position where we had the time to reconnect. Right. And then obviously once we get back into events, we're probably all going to be so busy trying to manage and you know rebuild our businesses. We might lose that community. And Dubai is very transient at the best of times. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been many people that have been here from the beginning, from the middle, and people which are just joining now. And I think... I would like to see that community somehow come back together again. Right. And I think maybe that could be a benefit from the pandemic. Right. Is right. through ILEA or through these podcasts or. Yeah. or through
3: and his you know, Facebook the, page, the Eno page. The Eno I, page I, the, I think
0: it's very interesting because I always see a lot of new stuff. They're like, oh, hiring this, hiring that. And then you God. see a lot of people replying, um, recommending somebody. So I was like, you know what? This is really cool. This is like yeah. bringing everybody together. Like if I can't do the job, I'm going to pass it to my friend.
1: Yeah. And maybe that's something, again, like uh, could be a positive out of COVID because I think we all have to look after each other now. Of course, Um, We're very competitive. Don't get me wrong, you know, myself included. But I think now that community spirit, hopefully, will start to come back a little bit more. And we want to see people succeed. Yeah, um, Because a lot of people are hurting and going through pain. And I think as an industry, we need to work together to improve the industry, but also to improve each other. We we need people to be successful. We don't want people... We
3: we don't want to see people fail. Totally agree.
0: In the... uh, the freelancers kingdom yeah or world you know because i used to do freelancing a lot way back too i myself i've been carrying a lot of undercutters yeah you know guys who mess up the industry you're gonna take me there right yeah especially the payday and all that stuff and it all goes up even to the events industry too what do you take on these undercutters because there's a lot of people who say yeah you know i'm an events company but they don't have anything. They don't have shit. No license, uh, no nothing. They just say, oh, I got a friend. He's going to subcontract it. But they say, oh, yeah, I'm I an
1: events company. Warehouse.
2: So, yeah. So undercutters.
1: Mode. You know, these people, they mess up the industry big time. They do. Yes, they do. Um, And I think this is where, again, maybe in a post-COVID world where we all start to come together again. I think we need to self-regulate and self-police our industry a lot more. Um, So there's conversations happening with people like Child Chaka, um, DJ, Infusion Magazine. He's got a collective of like 197 plus DJs and people within that demographic of the industry. Then you have Ilya as our trade association and body, we need to be promoting best practices. You know, everyone needs to be legal. Everyone needs to be operating ethically and fairly. It's a competitive market. So it's really hard to, I would say, put not necessarily guidelines about rates and performance fees because everybody wants business and we're all, you know, we're competitive and we're going to do whatever we can to win business. I think what we need to do is make sure we do it in a fair and ethical way and just set, I guess benchmarks of where rates are unreasonable because during the pandemic, I've had calls recently from big brands, which are saying to me, you know, we want to book you or book your talent or work with you creatively, or we can't afford to pay you, but we will give you, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) free hotel rooms or we'll give you something. It's like none of the guys like we need paid gigs. Like we're, we're we're in industry. People should be paid fairly for their time and the creative for their, for their abilities. And that's a constant battle. And I mean, many people know this, but you know, Delays in payments, yeah. and we're guilty of that right now. We have clients that don't pay. The cash flow situation for I think the entire industry is just completely desperate. The thing is you can't yeah. go
2: after your clients and be like, "Hey, pay me now!" I'm sorry, because you've been with them for years,
0: and you just want to keep that relationship. there yeah, we yeah. understand. True, when you get yeah, you pay it. But, but then they also have to understand that these people have livelihoods. You know, they got they got mouth to feed. They got to bring food to the table.
1: So yeah, that's what it is. That's the big thing. I think again, as an industry, we need to educate people more that it is a professional industry, and in right. order. In order for us to shout that and to really promote that and to say, okay, well, we want fair payment terms, we want fair rates, we want fair this, we have to start operating legally. So I think it's an industry, especially from the freelance world, where it is possible to work, not necessarily possible to work on a tourist visa, but people do work on a tourist visa. It's just not right. And if we're gonna apply for grants in the future or look for further support in a a world of pandemic or whatever, then you need to be properly legal in order to be get that. I think where we as an industry fail is that we don't communicate that enough. We don't share that information, that share knowledge. We don't give people the solutions in order to be able to become legal or to right. operate legally. So I think that's where we need to sell police. And that is starting to happen with ILEA, with these collectives, right. the creative collective, um, and many different people coming together to say, this is how we should be operating. Now this is what we as a group have decided we should be doing. Great. It's a lot of
0: insights here, you know, so, a lot of very intelligent answers and all that stuff, we,
1: information. We We're like in a different
0: horizon. Yeah. Now. Right, Dan Bolton is the man
1: now. One of there's many people. I think there's a, you know we have to a big shout out to yeah. everybody in our industry. We're gonna right have now. them on the show. Oh, get and them and in. And all. Yeah, there's we're a lot get them of in. you know there are a lot of people behind the scenes. I, I think I'm quite vocal and, heroes. and I'm out there like I'm, I'm putting yeah. my good my big mouth to use. Hey, but there's many. There? Well, I'm gonna say there's many people in the industry which are working really hard behind the scenes and creating some really good things. Exactly, and making sure that they can. We're gonna celebrate those guys. Make, yeah, and I think we will do it at some point when hopefully this is all over, which it will be. Eventually, oh, I, can't wait, um, really. I think we definitely need to celebrate our industry and um, we will. So I think one of the big things actually take away from the COVID time is we're not frontline workers, no. we're, we're not medical professionals. We don't stack the shelves. We don't drive the cars and our industry, as we can see through the lockdown, has been seen and perceived to be um, non-essential. Right. And I think it's creative people. that's really difficult because we love and we're passionate about what we do. Actually,
0: I was hurt when, when I read something about, yeah, entertainment are like non-essential i was like yeah but when everything was normal we're the we're the kind of people we're the industry that brings fun to everybody well this like, is it you know like when your family goes out you think of okay where are we going oh there's a balloon festival there's a kite festival going yeah. on there's a concert here or right. whatever so when i read it i was like
2: everything there down.
0: was no appreciation at all after yeah. everything
1: but i think we but, the way you can look at that is kind of like you accept it to a degree because we are the, I guess, like the added luxury, especially from an event perspective. Yeah. Um, And people have been working hard throughout the pandemic to deal with that initial crisis. But who makes all of the Netflix that people have been watching, yeah. you know, all of the performers which have been streaming from their bedrooms right. to provide exactly. content exactly. so that we can enjoy lockdown. If lockdown happened you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, whenever you know, before the internet, yeah. it would be a very boring experience. Yes. But I think where we're going to come into our own is in a post COVID world is when we bring people back together. And how we do that, because that's when we become relevant again. Yeah. Is How do we create those amazing experiences so that people can come back together safely and really enjoy music again, enjoy being with families, enjoy going to a sporting event, yeah. being in a stadium, cheering for your football team. Getting some that's... cotton candy with your mom and dad and just going to whatever happened. You know, of happening. course, these are memories and people want memories. Yeah. People want experiences. So I think once we get through this initial phase, then we become relevant again. And that's when we have yeah. a duty to be able to create really cool right. experiences yeah. for people yeah. to start True. enjoying life again, because we've not been enjoying it for the last few months. I think, I think right.
0: the word we're we'll non-essential is, for me again, I think non-essential is not the right word. I'd say we're just not the priority at the moment because right, right. there's a lot of things going on, yeah. which we totally understand. But to say like, oh yeah, you guys are nothing, we don't need you, that's... That's like a low blow, if I could say, because, yeah. you know, you yourself and you guys, you got creative concept and all that stuff. And like what we said, you know,
1: we bring the fun outside. Yeah. And also the culture. Yeah. All, every country around the world, you know, has a cultural relevance. There's like a, there's a historical element to right. it, yeah. um, a performance element to it. We thrive on culture. We are cultural people. We are social people. So we are definitely essential. Unfortunately, like you just said, we we're, we're not as essential as we are sorry, we're not as essential as we are, as other people are, sorry, um, at this at moment, moment in time, yes. but our time to really shine is gonna come, and very quickly, especially as we look at, Dubai as a perfect example, when it reopens for tourism and it wants to attract people to the city. They will need people like us They need, us entertainment. To, right. Right. They need culture, them. they need things to do, they need that content so right. that they can share it across the world to show that Dubai is open. I agree. Um, and I think that's where we now, we have to evolve though, we have to do it differently. And I think we have to step it up. Now is our time to step up and do something really cool. I'm pretty sure once we get to that point, we'll get the support that that we
2: require from the government, from everybody.
1: Well, yeah. and Or we just support ourselves. Right. I'm a firm believer if you want to do it, do it yourself. So now,
0: big question is, who was Dan as a friend? as a son as a family member yeah not as oh wow this could
3: this could go
1: really deep
0: not as the The brand yeah like who are you as a kid growing up as a person like a real dan
1: so i think for me like the real thing is i come from a very humble background right from north manchester very working class and i think that's probably why i work so hard right now right as a kid my first ever job was at the age of 13 i was illegally working in a bar as a barman Um, I've always worked and I've always had that mentality from my parents, I guess, to like, you need to go out there and you need to build yourself into something. Um, Because I didn't come from a background of money or opulence or that that ability. Um, Yeah, I I ran away with a circus, literally, when I was pretty much 16 years old. Doing what? What what, what were you doing? Fire breathing, stilt walking, a clown. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Yo, Matt. yeah, yeah. Literally, that's why I think oh. I cough all the time. Matt, I so, damage my lungs. Yo, hold on a second. How do I do that? Like you, like. So you put like paraffin in your mouth or fluid, and then you literally hold it there like hamster cheeks and blow. Wow. I, I actually just learned myself, taught myself in the bath. So you sit there in the bath with the bath water and just like spit. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, bizarre. Uh, best place to learn five you, is like, in the bath.
0: Could you like use like say for example like whiskey or something?
1: Or you don't you, you have to use like real alcohol. So you like like, terps, like <laughs> paraffin like, or yeah, you have to be really careful. It's dangerous. So what ha- have you I've set myself on fire twice. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so, yeah, be careful, everybody. Um, but if I've, I've known people which have accidentally swallowed the paraffin and has to go to hospital, and uh, it's dangerous. So first of all, I would say I went to a circus school. I got taught how to do it. People were telling me, hence why I was in the bath with water um don't go out buying terps and just thinking you can fire breathe because you can't like you you will hurt yourself so please don't do it
2: wow you just reminded me of uh, a video that went viral of this girl she was having a shot at b52 and she lit it on fire oh Oh
1: my god yeah darwin theory so um so that's like then i moved. so i did that up until 2008 moving to dubai um but the real me i'm actually quite a hermit to be honest And that's really weird coming from someone that's got obviously a big mouth and a brand and (laughs) is out in Dubai and speaking at events all the time. But when I finish work, I'm pretty much exhausted. So I like to go home. I like to chill out. I'm a bit of a a news geek, which is not good right now. Yeah. Current affairs, news, serious documentaries. Like I think, you know, wanting to
0: be updated with the news is kind of like in our DNA. Like if you're working in the events industry,
1: you want everything that's happening new yeah like you want to get updated into that right yeah but the problem is right now it's just too much and also you're bombarded i guess with lots of negativity yeah Yeah, it's it's not a positive thing anymore so it's like i'm trying to really distance myself from that um but then other things i like to go to the gym as much as i can which Mm. yeah but i have a a cinnabon addiction so that's pretty and i like food i'm a big foodist i definitely love food hey yeah i love going to restaurants look no further (laughs) You got two guys here that love food. So
0: we got to go get some snacks soon. soon So Dan Balton from North Manchester. Yeah. Humble beginnings. Yeah. Started with Circus. And now you got your own brand. Yeah. If you would have changed anything with this journey in your life, what would that be? Or would you say you had some regrets in the past that you wish you did? Oh, I've got
1: massive regrets. But you know what? Like, I actually wouldn't change anything. Not one single thing. So I actually think you learn a lot from obviously the mistakes that you make. I mean, yeah. I make mistakes every single day. Yeah. And I always go home and I'm like lying in bed going, mm, I could have actually done that differently. Um, and then you either work to rectify that mistake or you yeah. move on from it. You just obviously,
2: learn how to, how to do it better.
1: Of course, yeah. I think that's what we all do every day. But I've had some of the most incredible experiences from the projects I've worked oh, on, from the people imagine. I've met, from the travels. Um, and I can honestly say that up until now, the day I die, I won't sit there and be like, I wish I did something different. I think I've done everything. I'm doing everything that I want to. And you still have a lot. Of- I still got yeah, a lot. Hopefully, I'm so, like 30, so- 39 years old. So I hope I've got a lot more to go. But I think the biggest, not necessarily regret or challenge, is that we all have families that don't necessarily live here. Yeah. So when I see my three year old niece and she's sending me a Zoom call or a video on Facebook, like I miss my family now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not that I didn't before, but before I didn't really. I was quite selfish, I guess, in a way, where it was about my adventure. And now, yeah. I, you know, my parents are getting slightly older. My sister's settled. This the, the older so you like, get,
2: the more closer you want to get to your family. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sure. I, I, especially during the pandemic, the fact that we're all on lockdown, every country pretty much in the world, and we, yeah. we're restricted on travel. Um, yeah, I miss my family. so I need to spend a bit more time with family. I think family you should. and friends. You should. Yeah, True. and again, be-
2: I, I haven't seen my family for uh, since 2014. Oh Long wow, Man, yeah. I need to get that fixed. Yeah, yeah, I need six to, years. Bro. Yeah,
1: six. but also friends, and again in dubai we know so many people yeah. of course because it's a very social city yeah um and many people leave they go off to somewhere else whether it's like toronto That's people UK, come, and go. People people they come yeah. and go and i think i i personally now want to make more of an effort just to make sure that i'm still engaged with people and talking to them because when you own a business or you work in the events industry from my perspective anyway is you often neglect people because you're too busy focusing on you know your business your task yeah you know pleasing somebody else
2: it's important to keep your sanity you know to, to, to connect with people yeah. once yeah. in a while
1: whatever keeps you humble yeah. and that's also a good point actually you mentioned sanity and i think mental health throughout all of this of everything which we're all going through right now is going to be something which we need to address and to look at and support each other a bit more i think Like i, I used
2: to be a workaholic a i would yeah. just sit at home. Nighttime, daytime laptop but i i realized at some point my friend called me he's like where where have you been i was like well, i just saw you the other day no we saw each other in december wow and it was like I've six months before, before. I was yeah. like, oh my god i realized first. that uh, i did a mistake yeah and I, and I made it a point to see them once you a have week.
1: to i got to the point where people would stop inviting me to things because i just wouldn't turn up uh, you know, he was like, oh, Dan's going to flake, so why bother yeah. yeah. And again, that was just because of pure exhaustion and you're, you're working or you're at an event or a client calls you and you've got to do a budget. or whatever You just right get caught up with so many stuff yeah. happening around now. And I think that's been a nice pause, actually. Again, yeah. we don't want to keep talking about the virus, but we, we were forced into that position. And I think hopefully, hopefully, we won't go back into that bad habit. We should right. actually spend time with friends and family more. Yes. Right, right. Yes. It's all
0: about human interaction. Indeed. Now we talk about... You know, the virus, like your company, yeah. your background, which is amazing. Hats off. Thank so you very much. Where do you think we are going to move from here? Like your agency, for example. Yeah. Where do you go from this one? Like where are you headed to? Are you going to go into this new trend? You know, people saying, you know, we're going digital. We're going to go normal. Some, yeah, the new. I don't believe in the new normal. It's you just know? a different I don't normal. Know. It's yeah. just normal. Yeah. For me, it's just adaptability. Mm-hmm. If if I could say that. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that our industry? We adapt every day. Yeah, we adapt and we just, you know, go to some new stuff. But do
1: you believe in this, yeah, quote, unquote, new normal thing and virtual stuff? No. (laughs) That's the the (laughs) short answer. I believe that technology will play a much bigger role in our lives, which it has done. and i think we're starting to see this this marrying of the i guess the virtual digital world with the real world which is great because it opens up a massive amount of opportunity i guess you know you as a presenter um you could expand your audience exponentially by opening up to international people that don't necessarily get to go to your event but can watch it online through streaming or through video or content yeah that could
0: happen but still we were talking this one before we started filming that nothing beats Human, oh, wow. to human human, to human interaction, in like yeah. actually touching you, shaking your hands, or talking yeah. like eye-to-eye contact. Nothing beats that, no matter what kind of HD or smart TV or whatever yeah. techie stuff you have.
1: Well, that's why, again, you know, what we talked about previously, I think eventually we will come to that point where people come back together again. And they are doing already. already. Um, and I think it's really, really important. So I don't believe in we're moving to a new normal or we're all becoming digital. I think right. digital will start to play a bigger role <laughs> In That's our lives, it. but we still will continue to do everything that we're doing previously. So, right, great yeah. talk, a great time, great personality. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. And thank you for the thank invite. By good luck with the podcast. Thank Appreciate you, that. Yeah. Do
0: you want to promote your agency? Like, there's a lot of people watching Please for do. sure. Like, I mean, yeah. just <laughs> check me out. I mean,
1: many people know who I am. Check yeah. me out on Facebook and just get in touch. <laughs> you know, right? We're we're always keen to speak to anybody. So if anybody wants to talk and just see, you know, what we can do within the in- industry, and yeah, yes, sir. I think finally just this is a good time for us all to come together now. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Thank you, sir. To no, speak I'm on glad, podcasts that and agencies right and...
2: now. Because, you know, I keep on getting all these big inquiries from Mobile lobby Dhabi, from the crap. Call me, from, call from, me. From, from certain people. Okay. And the thing is, I always turn it down because I'm like... Ah, it's too much of Let's a collaborate. Headache. Yeah, you know, collaboration is key. This
1: is going to be a thing now, and I really hope this builds. But it becomes, a, I guess, an authentic, tangible collaboration. Yes, not just collaborating because we're all forced into it right now. But I think there's definitely scope for us to be there's working together. There's enough to key for out. everybody. Because it goes actually, yeah, it goes down to
0: two or more brains are better than one. Yeah, that's just about it. You no, know, whatever, whatever deal that's comes so into insightful. it, just you know, yeah. Whatever, but Dan, it's, thank you so much. You're very, you're very welcome, thank you we so appreciate much. Appreciate it. One last thing, what advice would you give the events industry if
1: everybody's watching now? Oh, wow, that's a very good question. I guess right now just don't give up hope yeah. and actually just that's you know great. try and remain as positive as possible because we are very negative right now, which is fine, of course, like it's completely acceptable. But, you know, our industry is vital. People will come back. We will continue to do great things in the world. Yes, we people, will. People want music. People want culture. People want experience. We want the live environment. want live experience. Right. So one thing right now is a lot of people are probably thinking, how do I survive? How do I pay the bills? How do I do this? And probably made some really, really yeah, bad, not bad decisions, sorry, harsh decisions over the last few months just to survive. But it will get better. It, it will, will get better. Just, I think... Just try to remain positive. We have to be positive. We have to. We can do this.
0: Yeah, and if you know, there's uh, events people out there. Or not just events, but anybody. If you need to talk to somebody, if you want to, like, just get your steam out of your your system,
1: yeah. Go talk to somebody. I think take a
0: call for sure. You I know? think the
1: big thing which we need to really start to address is the people which are entering the jobs market right now. So anybody from school, from college, whether they've been, you know, learning how to to get into the events industry. At the moment, there's just simply no jobs available. And I think we just need to be making sure that we still find an opportunity to get people into our industry. Um, And how we can maintain the lifeblood and how we can work with the challenges that we have right now by making sure we still, I guess, incorporate people and create our own opportunities.
3: Right, I I agree.
1: Yeah, amazing. we don't want to lose a generation of really good cool people that, you no, know, we, we would not. have really wished to, to join our that industry. You
0: know what they say, this too shall pass.
1: It will, right. go, uh, well, hopefully soon. Thank you, Dan. Oh, hi. No, all right, thank you. It's
0: <laughs> been amazing, Dan Bolton. <laughs> thank, thank, you thank you very you. much, Dan. Appreciate it, he's the man.